Welcome to Locals Only Cantina. Mixing it up with Brandon and Cherie. Hey guys, welcome back to Locals Only Cantina. Brandon's here. He just gave the shaka yeah. to everyone on YouTube, but saying hello to the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta t- tune into YouTube to see all the, the hand signals and stuff so today we decided that we wanted to just talk about what makes couples successful so i brought up an article that i'll share the link of but it took the advice from 45 different couples that had been married for long amounts of times and just asked them what their secret or what their tip would be to have a successful relationship or a successful marriage so I thought it'd be fun to kind of go through what they decided were great tips and strategies for marriages and see how we've implemented them or maybe not. And Yeah, these are fun sometimes because sometimes I get to call bull bullshit on them. Yeah. yeah, or maybe we need to say we need to up our game. Right? Maybe. Right? Maybe, possibly, but let's drink first though. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. big shot yeah all right okay <laughs> you're trying to get me drunk for this one let's do it <laughs> all right okay okay so we're just gonna jump in it jump yeah. into to it let's do it all right okay so for the first one what they were saying is it's kind of a long one that they said but it says Whenever we're working on something, we make it a point to ask the other person, can I help? It's so simple, but often people assume that their spouse will automatically know that they need it. You have to say it. It's hard to feel resentful towards the other person if you start the conversation with those words. So actually, I think I like that one a lot, actually. Throw it again here. Did you not understand? (laughs) I just want to make sure I did. Well, I think kind of what it's going down the lines of is a lot of times like you'll have a spouse probably sitting on the couch watching TV or something like that. And you're probably like possibly working on a project. Maybe you're um, reorganizing something or maybe there's a lot of yard work that needs to be done out in the yard and the other person just doesn't naturally go to or want to go help you out, right? But, I mean, when you see your spouse doing those things, you should always offer to help or be there for them, maybe. Is that what you got from it? Yeah. <laughs> I actually have something that popped into my head. Oh, great. This will be fun. Is it something we should talk about? Well, something we're going to, whether <laughs> we should or not. <laughs> so, we actually had... I remember when we were somewhat newly married, we would have issues about this, actually. Because... I have always been probably the one that wants the house like more straight and clean and stuff put away and everything like that. And I remember times when we were like younger and we lived in the apartments and stuff like that, you know, and I would like clean the house. I would do the dishes. I would do this or I would do that. And Shri would, would just would not, I'm not saying just because I didn't ask her for help. I was just doing the things that would make me feel comfortable in the house. And as I cleaned, 
she would get mad at me because oh, yeah. you were like expecting like that I was mad at you, but I was not actually mad at you. I was just like, mm, I think you were a little mad at me. I, no. I think so. Here's my. There may have been times, but what I'm saying is, I do remember specific times where I was not mad at you. I was just oh. doing the dishes. I was doing this or that, and you just like assumed I was pissed. So to counteract you or me, you thinking that I was pissed, you would get pissed in return. I'm like, what the hell are you mad at me about? I'm just you know, trying to clean the house. Yeah, because. <laughs> I mean, so here, here was a thing in that situation. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I totally did. But it was yeah. because of, it was my you're response like, to things that I had. We had argued about prior times in our relationship. So I automatically was triggered by it. Right. Like you would come home. How dare you and, clean the house? You <laughs> asshole. Totally true. How dare you do the dishes? <laughs> oh, I would get so pissed because... Like, I would be home with the kids, and I would be really tired, and then you would come home, and you, we would get in these arguments about having the house a certain way, right? And I immediately, anytime you came home and started cleaning, it brought me back to those fights and those moments where I was just like, I'm like, he doesn't understand that I've been doing this and this all day. He doesn't understand how stressful my day was, and here he comes home, and he just starts cleaning and wants to piss me off some more, you know, like I totally got what, I totally what a did dickhead. That. <laughs> how many wives out there would just love to have their man come 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 home and oh, like no. I remember, vacuum. <laughs> I remember that there were moments Tree would have been pleased if I just came home and just sat my ass on the couch and just <laughs> let the house be a mess in yeah, that time. Only because I thought you were doing it in spite of me. <laughs> Because I knew, I figured in my head that you wanted to show me and piss me off by doing those things. And so I remember thinking, I'm just going to, like, I I'm, I'm just would get super irritated. And I just thought you were upset at me at the same time. So I was just like, go ahead, like, be pissed off at me. And I would just allow those feelings that were probably not even real to come to play. Yeah. And it's one thing. That's one example. <laughs> now, luckily that was mostly just a stage in our life. That's not how we've lived like our whole life. Yeah. <laughs> but that did that did occur. Um But I think that's a big thing in relationships because sometimes even your spouse might have an idea of what they want to do or a project they're working on and I mean, it's easy to just be like, that's their project. That's their thing. They should do that or whatever and not be involved and not help out. But how much better is a situation if you offer the help and then they refuse it and then you can at least know that they want to do it on their own. Yeah. So. Something else that pops into my head is when you order furniture online, nothing do I hate more. Like, well, I... There are some things I hate more. I hate painting. That's one thing I hate more. But I really hate building furniture. Like when she buys, like she gets like a box, like the the UPS guy brings a friggin' box of boards and screws and stuff. And it's not like it's that hard, but I'm like, we have a truck. Let's just go down to the store and buy something that's built. Why the hell do you have to? She's like, oh, it's okay. I'll because it's build cheaper it. it's a third of the price i know if you buy i know it i know way. i'm saving money but for then Shri is like oh well you don't have to i will and i'm like fuck that i'm not gonna let you i'm not gonna sit here on the couch while you go over there and build this thing so i have to That's and the whole true. time i'm like i hate it when she buys these goddamn shelves <laughs> online that i have to build that just but, proves to me over and over again that you love me because i, I know, know you hate to do it but you I just love me i do so you hate do it. it so much <laughs> 
so much. <laughs> Ikea so is the worst. <laughs> yeah, I stopped buying stuff from yeah. Ikea because it was too much. Mm. You had to go and get it and then put it together. I could literally <laughs> just buy it online and still put it together, and it's the same effort. That's well, true. actually, li- a lesser effort, right? That's true, because you get to just sit at home. You don't have to go through their huge, stupid store, I guess. Yeah. Are <laughs> there... Anything else I thought of both of that? them. Can you think of one? Oh, before the situation? we move on. Um, I don't know. I think we've been pretty good for the most part in our marriage. Like, if you're working outside, I'm working outside. Also, like we we usually are always trying to ask for help unless we're pissed off at each other and we want to like allow them to feel the pain. Right? Suffer. Like, suffer. <laughs> That can happen too, yeah. uh, but where does that get anyone? Like, but at the end of making the other person suffer, you just yeah never. No one ever wins. They both end up pissed. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's a good idea. I don't think it's worth spending a shitload of time yeah. on though. So let's move on. Well, I think it's a good way. Like one of the things they ended with on that was just to say, "Can I help?" And that's how you work through any of those. Like just ask if you can help, you know, because they may need your help and they're not asking for it. It's like one of those things that we talked about in one of our other episodes about expectations, right? Don't also don't be the person that's expecting the other person to help. Like I could order that stuff online and I could start putting it all together and being pissed off that he's not doing it for me. And that's not helpful either. So yeah, I think it's just that communication and yeah, being able to, I will say this to the, dudes out there though just word of word of what's the word to the wise yeah that's not what i was thinking but that works um yeah like if there is something that has to be built even if you don't want to just fucking build the thing don't let your wife go out there and like get the freaking hammer and saw and screw gun and all that stuff because you end up looking like a chump i'm sorry keep it real and maybe that's a big part of why I always refuse to let her do it because I just like I'm the man and that's what the man does. The man like build shit, right? Now I do know that there are women out there. In fact, there's one here in this town that um, she likes to restore furniture and she does an amazing job. She's like got a really cool small business go, go, going. So that's not like across the board rule, but I am saying this though that for the most part, if something has to be built, get your ass off the couch, pause pause the <laughs> football game, build the damn thing. Well, I think too, it's just like asking that simple question because maybe she does want to do it on her own. Maybe it's a project she's been excited about, you know, but if you go and ask and say, can I help? Then she can say, Hey, no, I just want to do this on my own. But she would be very appreciative to the fact that you offered, Yeah. you know, maybe you don't even have to help. It's just the offer. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Number two, I have independent hobbies and the freedom to be them without pressure or guilt from your spouse this one's good we do this a a lot this this is like a big part of our marriage yeah brandon is who he is i'm not going to change that i've tried changing it in the past (laughs) few times (laughs) that didn't work out so well but no like it it really doesn't and i think that it's just good in general to be supportive of the other person and what well, they're interested in. This goes back to what we've talked about before, like how people, they get married. Um, guys a lot. I always tell, talk to guys about this is you get married, get into a long-term relationship and you give your cool, cool away. Right. You have to have interests 
to be interesting, right? Um, so don't, you shouldn't give up the things that you enjoy to do. You know, like if you play guitar, keep playing guitar. Um, you ride bikes, ride bikes, motorcycles, jet skis, skiing, snowboarding. I don't know. What, whatever floats your boat, if you can't do that within your relationship, you're probably married to the wrong person. Yeah. I mean, you got to support people's interests. You don't want to like, you don't want your spouse to feel like a, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Like a, not a slave. That's the wrong word. Like a barefoot in the kitchen. Yeah, right? Like environment where she's only allowed to. Naked in the kitchen. Oh, naked (laughs) in the kitchen. Pregnant in the kitchen. Well, it's more fun like that. (laughs) Of course you would. That's what I would prefer. (laughs) But, you know. No, Is but there like, high heels involved in that scenario? Of course. <laughs> high heels don't count. Okay, then I agree. You're still okay. naked. Um, no, but like you you have to have, have interests, you know. You have to have things that you do for yourself. And sometimes those things merge and you both do those things. Yeah. And that's good too. But sometimes they don't and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it, Brandon goes on a lot of... Um, motorcycle rides with his club and different things like that or he'll go with his brother or wherever you know and i think it's really important to have those separate hobbies so that you can have time away a little bit and have um have those times to be able to come together and talk about those things and to keep that interest right like you were saying earlier i think that's really important and to be supportive of your spouse and their interests as well like not just enduring it but to be supportive and like with my other podcast that I do Brandon listens to them and he gives me feedback on them because I hate listening to them (laughs) so it's good that some one of us listens to them (laughs) but he's always been really good and really supportive this show has like three listeners (laughs) Sheree's not one of them (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't support this at all (laughs) I just don't like to see my face or my voice or hear my voice. So anyway, I think that's a pretty simple one, but it's a very important one, like to be able to be supportive of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is, um, and I'm just doing, I don't think I mentioned this. I'm doing like the 10 ways that you can have or 10 tips that you can have to have a a better relationship to have a great relationship or a great marriage so i don't know if i stated that in the front i don't know if you did or not but whatever that's okay anyway um so there's about 10 of them now maybe if we come up with more it'll end up being 11 or 12 i'm just kidding (laughs) anyway so the third one is um, we always back each other up with decisions made for the kids and present a united front. Our kids learned a long time ago not to go to the other parent saying that he or she said it was okay. And I think that's a huge one. Our kids try it. Even though our kids know that it's not going to work, they still will try it over and over again. Yeah. But there's definitely been hard times in our relationship with our kids and and the importance of being able to stand by each other and Brandon, yeah. Brandon and I like that has been a big one because like there's going to be many times in your relationship with your kids and in your marriage where you're not going to always see eye to eye about raising your kids and the well, way you can, things go. You can like, you know, if you disagree with, so 
there are times, let's be real, where I feel like she reacts somewhat irrationally in situations with the kids. And there's times where she feels like I do too. Yeah. But what you don't do is you don't get, you don't have the disagreement in front of the kids. Yeah. You back the other person, then you go in the other room and think, say, okay, I think this was a little bit not good that you said this, right? Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to hear your partner in those moments too, because sometimes when you're in an argument, especially when your kids get older, when they're teenagers, they want to fight about yeah, everything, everything, right? Yeah. And so it, it's so easy to get heated in those moments with your kids and maybe go a little too far sometimes. And so it, to have a spouse be able to say, you know, maybe you went a little too far there. I think it's a great way to recenter yourself and realize, okay, did I go too far with that? Or did I get too angry or upset about that? Or maybe I needed Brandon even to step in and actually be a little bit more there for me where my kids may feel like they can control the situations a little bit. But they always do this because I'm always like the no parent. I'm like, no, you can't do that. No, no. And then they'll go to dad and ask him, right? Because like, and I'll be like, well, what did mom say? They know I'm not dumb, but they still try. <laughs> yeah, kids will try that over and over again. And we've always told them that they can't do that, but they still try it. So you just have to continue like, being that way and being able to tell them that they can't do that. So yeah. I think that's a big one. But, I mean, that can, can cause a lot of issues. And I don't think people, a lot of couples, realize the issues that that cause. And one of the biggest issues that it causes when you allow the kids to have the power is that it gives the power over to them, right? Like, if you, get, if you stand behind each other in your decisions that you make as a couple with your kids, then they know they can't go to the other and talk bad about the other parent. And there yeah. should never be any of that because we're a couple first and we're raising our kids together. We're not, I'm not raising the kids on my own level and he's not raising the kids on his own level. We have discussions about those things and then we stand by each other with what we decide. And it may not always be what I want. It may not always be what Brandon wants, but like, it's so important to make sure that you have that power established as a couple and never give it over to the kids because once they realize they have the power then they walk over all over everybody yeah there's been lots of times where i didn't necessarily agree with the way that Shree dealt with the situation but it's my job to like back her up with yeah. the kids and vice so, versa yeah and the crazy and you know what the thing is if you overreact with the kids i don't necessarily i mean unless you like get insane and get physical and hurt them like of course that's not good right but if your punishment is a little bit stronger than it ought to be that's not necessarily like a bad thing right because they still learned that that thing was not okay and then they're not going to do that thing again maybe it's better to overreact sometimes than underreact sometimes well and our kids are a whole lot more resilient than we even realize right like you'll have an argument and the next day they're like hi mom i love you and you're like Ugh, I'm still Shri- mad about something, right? And Shri they just came, don't even realize it. <laughs> Shri came home one day a couple of weeks ago. You can tell this story, but I'll remind you. Uh-oh, where the I girls were, well, the girls or one of the girls or something was saying like dad was mean and Braxton, our son, was like, no, he's just tough, right? <laughs> yeah. And I don't even remember what the situation was. But kids pick up on that and they actually ultimately respect that in the end, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I I remember even when I was a kid and my dad definitely, like, growing up in, like, back in the day when we grew up, parents were able to spank, they were able to do whatever they needed to do to yeah. help control the kids, right? And I got spanked many times. My siblings got spanked many times. I mean, like, that was physical abuse that like they don't allow to have happened nowadays right <laughs> physical abuse is not abuse that's <laughs> well no but that's, that's not what, play into that not no they, that's what they consider like yeah. abuse and stuff yeah. nowadays right and guess what we grew up and we are amazing functional adults and that didn't hinder anything you know but yeah. some people would look at that and be like that went that was too far you know but i mean our kids are resilient they learn these messes these lessons right <clears throat> last night we went to a party and uh i've got a fr- fr- friend there that he's older than me by a few years so he's got a you know a couple more years on, under his belt and his parents might have been slightly different than mine but he had told told a story about how when they would tr- travel across c- c- country in their car there were four kids in the back seat mom and dad in the front and the kids were so close in the back seat, right? That they're like four of them shoulder to shoulder from like, like the East Coast, I think he said, to Utah where we're at. Wow. And the kids, <laughs> oh, it'd be miserable, it's right? Miserable. Oh my gosh, it would be the worst. I can't even we imagine. We literally it. rent a bigger size yeah. car for our road trips yeah, we're willing, and we don't need a I third row seat. I do not want the pain of hearing my kids but he was argue saying, about though, it. How his dad would, he had this range where he would swing his arm around and like, literally if you didn't he's like i knew exactly how far back to like sit in my seat so my dad would would miss my chin he would swing swing around and if you got caught you would get clocked in the chin by his dad right <laughs> he's like so we would fight in the back seat and act like assholes and he's like sometimes my sister would get knocked sometimes my brother brother would he's like but i knew exactly how far to to sit back in my seat so i didn't get clocked in the chin that's hilarious. right that's like nowadays like dad would get like locked up right yeah but that was the way things were that was and the guess norm. what he's turned out to be a totally functional super responsible <laughs> highly functioning and functioning adult, now there right? is a line that you can cross with there, is, the there story, is but those are just the fun <laughs> stories like our kids will never have and to he deal tells with the that, story right? though like with like love for his dad too right <laughs> yeah. like not like my dad was this abusive asshole no. He knows that the kids were being assholes in the backseat. He can <laughs> totally. understand that. I'm going to have to ask my siblings if they had the whole... I kind of sort of remember like my parents reaching back, but I I came from a bigger family, so we had a 13-passenger van, and Your I always sat clear in the back. A big old stick to hit the backseat. <laughs> but that's pretty funny. But yeah, I think that that's an important thing. I mean, that... That's actually a really crucial thing for a marriage because the relationship, if you choose to have a relationship separately with your kids over your spouse, then that is a lot of the causes for a lot of divorces. Actually, I was just watching this video. This it was a, this video that went viral because this lawyer had like people kept asking her like she does TikToks and different videos and stuff, and somebody had asked her what is the profession that women divorce her husbands in the most like that was like one of the biggest questions she had and she was afraid to answer that question and it was the answer to that question was that 
it was women who were stay-at-home moms. And her conclusion that she came to in that scenario was that these women would part of what it was is they would choose to develop the relationship with their kids over their spouse and it was like her and her kids against the the guy that was providing for them and so it's so easy to have that separation in your relationship when you choose to have your own relationship with your kids yeah that's one thing that i've always felt like on one hand, like, you got to say, like, my kids come first, right? Because you're responsible for them and everything like that. But my opinion is, as your spouse comes first, kids are, like, a super-duper-duper-duper-duper close second, right? And the reason is, is if you don't have a good relationship with your spouse, then the kid's life kind of falls apart anyways. Yeah, yeah. Your kids definitely need the both of you. And if you don't... If you can't like make sure your relationship is good, they notice those things. They're not stupid. As time goes on, if you don't have a good relationship, they pick up on that. Yeah. And then they can see that those dysfunctional relationships might seem like that's the norm, right? And yeah. you don't want your kids to be able to see that. No, you so. don't. I can attest to that firsthand. <laughs> yeah, so at number four, how to share the household work is a hot button issue for many couples. We decided to figure out the day-to-day tasks the other absolutely hates to do and then swap them. If your spouse does the chore that makes you a complete pile of misery, your appreciation for them is even more. So, I don't know. That's a different one. I've never heard of that before. We've never really discussed this one before. I think that would be... That's fair. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be forcing somebody to do something that they don't enjoy. Like actually Um, one of the things that I think is something that works well for us is like you actually really love to cook and I like to cook, but I don't love to cook. And so whenever there's an opportunity for you to cook, like I don't mind to let him cook. (laughs) No. I used to say, like, I was always like, we're getting, no matter where we live, we're going to have a grill, we're going to have a smoker, now it's, there's a griddle added to it, and my life is good. Like, <laughs> he he loves to cook on those, and I love his food, and I think it's amazing. So, that's one of the things that I think that I don't particularly enjoy. Like, I love baking and all that, but I don't really love cooking i think if i had more time i'd enjoy it a bit more but i think you really enjoy it and i i do like to cook that's fun um yeah i think that's fair i don't know that that's a long discussion (laughs) point but (laughs) i don't know i mean nobody likes to clean the toilets i mean i don't know how like you'd I really hate it. You're like, well, I fucking hate it worse, so you have to. No, I hate or it Or I'm worse. like, I like, really there's... love to clean the toilets, Brandon. It's like my favorite thing. Oh, sweet. Know. Then you do it. Because I don't. I, I don't. Think too... I, I think most household chores are like kind Things of miserable that, no, to do. But it, yeah. I don't think we've ever had that discussion as to who likes or... I don't. <laughs> Vacuuming is so fun. I just love this so much. So that's why I had to do it. I guess there I don't was one for thing. me, though. Um, What's that? The dusting, like, because I am allergic to dust, like, I absolutely do, like, I get weird hives on my arms when I dust, and so I just choose not to do it because it won't, I'm not, I won't never do it, Well, but... you never really learned how either, though. 
What is that supposed to mean? I learned that. I'm sorry, <laughs> um, mother-in-law. I love you to death. But when I, so we, we lived with Sheree's mom and dad for a bit. And she's like, okay, it's time to dust. She just got like a, a rag. Here's a rag. Go around and dust things down. The reason you're allergic to the dust is because you just spread it and it goes into the air. Got to use spray. And then it stays on the rag. It gets wet. It stays on the rag. You never learned how to do it the appropriate way. I learned that when I lived with your mom and dad. Yeah. That nobody knew how to dust around there. <laughs> but That's not very nice, Brennan. My house, we... My house was I, clean. I my, use my friends spray used to. Now, well, now now you do, but, but I still get them. Back so. in the day, though, you but did I see not. What you're you saying. would just would spread. Yeah. I'm like, we're not even dusting. We're like spreading it into the air. <laughs> it's coming off of this table and going into the air, and this is gonna fall back down on the ta- table again. My house when I gr- grew up, my friends used to make fun of me because they said it looked like a museum because my mom had all this antique stuff around, and it was all like perfectly clean and all that and everything but so i His learned mom also owns a house cleaning business so it that probably was just always immaculate and him growing up he was a single child pretty much growing up that is true so but no i wasn't a single child pretty much my i was younger than my siblings and they moved out when i was about 10 ish yeah pretty yeah. much a single but still <laughs> You, you hate to dust. It made you sick because you did not know how to dust. No, I'm just saying, yeah. like, you being able to do that, even though, like, I still yeah. like it still that we both do it. So yeah. it's not. Yeah, I think that's a that's a thing, I guess, if there's things that somebody hates the most. But nobody loves household chores. No. So that's a weird one. Okay. All right. Number five, I never let my husband leave the house without a kiss. And I love you. Life has no guarantees. And he might not come home again. This also puts lots of little annoyances in perspective. For instance, when the snoring bugs me, I remind myself that it means he's alive, he's home, and he's with me. <laughs> yeah, Shree. <laughs> I don't know if he's had the same feeling of all the snoring to. because I have might want to put a pillow over his head. If you lay awake at snoring. night, just just think, at least he's alive still. He's not dead. I'm like, I'm not I'm dead not yet. I'm not sure about that because... I must say, when there are nights that I have to wake up early for work and I'm like, I've got a pillow in my hands and I can either cover my face or your face, you know, there's been a little bit of a decision decision making I have had to go through in that process. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how tired I am. <laughs> you know, one day when I'm dead and gone, you'll wish that you could hear me snoring next to, to you. Aw, probably not. No. <laughs> Actually, what I'll do is I'll come come back as a ghost I and I'll, know, you I'll haunt, haunt you. Me. I'll snore. I'll be this this oh. dead plasma y thing. That sounds awful. Snoring next that to you. That's awful. Especially if you marry some some other dude, I'm just gonna freaking sit there and snore all night. Rude, you're gonna make me be alone for the rest of my life. Maybe. That's not very nice. Unless he likes to hear the ghost snore. <laughs> Never. What was this topic about? It wasn't uh, about snoring, but that's all we went to. Okay, <laughs> wait. What is it again? Let's see. Oh, there was a way better and more important information oh, in this than about We just about went straight to the point that like made you like... <laughs> You're the one who brought it up. It wasn't me. But yes, it is not uh-huh. a fun aspect of sleeping at night. Whatever. But it was... 
I never let my husband leave the house without a oh, kiss that one, and yeah. I love you. That, that, that was, was the important part of the message. That was just the extra funny part that we went into. The, but the, That one is good, actually. I um, I read a book one time. I don't remember what book, but it was about men repairing relationships with their spouse, right? Oh, I know. I well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. might <laughs> might have been a book called. You can't quote me on this because I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But it might have been a book called um, "The Married Man's Sex Primer" by Athel K. And he talked about um, a ten-second kiss when you leave the house. Give your wife a ten-second kiss to ignite the flame. Right? There's a difference between. I mean. Sometimes we just get a little smooch and we go, right? Yeah. But sometimes it's like a miniature makeout session, right? And you want to like... Sometimes I do it on purpose so that she gets all worked up and then I'm like, okay, I have to go. Bye now, right? Because like we've talked about before in previous podcasts, foreplay starts... Yeah. 60 seconds after. Those are more like the mini makeout sessions. Like when you come in and it's like a 30 second kiss Mm -hmm. and you're trying to make me all hot and bothered. Yeah. Yeah. And then I bounce. Yeah. It's not very nice. It is nice. You know why? (laughs) It's not nice. It is because it's on purpose and it feeds the relationship. It might make you anxious all day, but guess what? Welcome to be like feeling like a dude. We're like anxious all day about it no, no matter what. Yeah. We wake up in the mood. We go to sleep in the mood, all day long. <laughs> so when you feel like that, welcome to how we feel all the time. Yeah, I think though, I I love that whole ten second kiss though because I know like with me, like I'm kind of a workaholic, and sometimes I'm just like Brandon gets all mad at me because I'm trying to push him out the door sometimes. But we definitely always give kisses for the most part maybe there's been sometimes where we've been pissed off at each other and we don't give each other a kiss but we should like and we usually do even when we're mad we usually do i mean there's kind of our own little routine that we do i sometimes like because i know that there's a kiss that's coming before he has to go to the gym or whatever like he'll come into the room sometimes and i'll i'll be at my desk and i'll tilt my head up to give him a kiss and he isn't ready to go yet so he doesn't give me a kiss and I'm like oh he didn't give me a kiss he's not gonna give me a kiss before he goes to the gym and then he'll come in and get something and then I'll get really excited so it is something that I even I look forward to and if you can make it linger a little bit longer it is just that much better and sometimes I'm always like okay I'm too busy like I gotta work like you gotta let me go and you got 10 freaking seconds to spare <laughs> for hell's sake yeah, but I mean, it is. There's times where Shree's like, I'm p- p- busy. I have to get this done. I'm like, you have a few seconds. Chill the fuck out for hell's sake and give me a kiss. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, that just shows you like it's always, it's pretty much been part of our routine for a long time. Though I do remember when we were younger, like it wasn't something that we did all the time, especially when we started having kids and I was just in the mode of like being mom and getting stuff done with the, with the young babies when they were little. And then I remember one day you came up and like you had had me read this book also (laughs) about the, 
feeding and proper care of husbands and i was so mad when i got that book i was you so didn't read it though i did you did not i did i could tell you what it talks about i think it was more for women than it was for men it in the understanding was for women yeah, yeah. that's why i gave it but in that book it it's did a good book actually it actually this was one we you just can't about. read it intending to be pissed off about all the words it says well i read it with an open mind i think that like you had mentioned that your dad or your mom gave it to your or your dad gave it to your mom or something she and she threw it out and you gave it to me and i was just like i was so pissed off because we were in a in a fight at the time like we'd been fighting it was actually after your but it's dad a really, passed away. But it's a really so. good book that, like... It, it, it has a lot of good things in it. I think it. the it name really is tri- 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 triggering to me. Oh, it is so triggering. Like, it is so triggering. Especially if you're fighting with your spouse and they give you a book like that, you're just, like, ready to punch them in the face. At least that's how I felt at the time. But the one of the cool things that they really talk about doing is to make sure that you show love for each other before you leave for every day and when you end every day. And that was like one of the biggest things that I loved in the book was that it talked about that and that, you know, it's as much for you as it is for the other person. Mm-hmm. And I love what they said there that you never know what's going to happen. Like there's things that can happen every day and that's part of like enjoying every day of your life when you start off your day that way showing the love that you have for each other and you end it that way as well then how that just makes your relationship so much stronger and it's super important so if you're not showing love in the morning or at night definitely start that and that's like part of like how we even end every night. Like you and I, we go to bed at the same time every night. Yeah. And it's our time. Like our kids know. They're like, okay, now it's mom and dad's time, you know. And you need to set that time aside. And it needs to be something that your kids see you set that time aside for. Because if you're going to bed at different times, then they don't see how you're ending that night with love. And it's constantly waking up with love and ending with love. And that's important for your kids to see as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've had plenty of those thoughts. So I've had a parent that's passed away and a parent that's left alone, you know. And, uh, yeah, you don't you don't ever know. I mean, that happened when they were older, but still, like, somewhat young, right, yeah. you know. So there's been plenty of nights, actually, where we've gone to sleep and cuddle up next to me and you're laying on my chest and I have those thoughts sometimes like man like enjoy it while you can because it might not last forever you know hopefully it will well forever (laughs) we're all gonna die at some point in time there's only one way out I'm gonna die and I'm gonna come back and haunt (laughs) Sheree and her new husband Um, I might have to like marry some priest that can make sure that you can't come in I don't know oh yeah you're gonna have an exorcism yeah Maybe, yeah, you're not maybe. Catholic. You can't. <laughs> Too bad for you. <laughs> I can get rid of you. I can join a religion to get rid of you. I know how to get rid of you, Brandon. Too bad for you. <laughs> like we're starting this out about how to have a better relationship. Oh. Now I got to figure out how to get rid of him because he's never gonna leave me. No, so. I'm gonna haunt you forever. <laughs> All right. Okay, number five. Is that what we were at? I don't remember. Um. Nope. So six. It's a given that you should always look for ways to serve one another. 
but the trick is to do it without any expectations. We do it because we love each other, not because we expect something in return. How do you feel about that one? I do that all the time. Do you? Yeah, I think so. Let's do hear. you not? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I feel I had... like I'm in trouble or something. No, you're not. <laughs> So Sheree, so I've always teased Sheree about her birthday because like I have like a birthday and it's like a day. Sheree has like a birth month where like her parents want to take her out to dinner. Then her friends take her out to dinner. Then I have a party for her. Then like she does this thing and it's like, I call it the birth month of Sheree. So one year I decided to have fun with that and I got her a gift every single day for the whole month. It was a week. No, it was not. It was the whole month. And it had numbers on it. Day one, day two, day three, day four. It was really cute. They weren't like big gifts or anything like that. They were small gifts. like It was... Just cool little things I found in store. It was freaking adorable, actually. I loved that year. That was super cute. No. Are you saying that you were expecting it to happen for your birthday? No. I'm just saying I thought that was just a A funny thing that I did that... Way to like just show you I cared, and for a long period of time, your birthday lasted a whole month instead of a day. But no, I do that all all the time. I like she said, I like to cook. I do like to cook, but I don't like. I mean, I do it more so so that I can like serve my family, right? You know, I like that my kids and that Sheree enjoys enjoy the things that I make. You know, I mean, it's not like. If I had my choice, I would have a personal chef and I would never have to cook, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> that would be better, but... Can we take, like, equal turns? It's really just yeah. dependent on who's done with work first. Well, there's that, us, you know, yeah. I mean... But I think you enjoy well, doing that because I, you love us, so... I do. But yeah. part of why I enjoy that, though, is because of the enjoyment you guys get. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that... Like, part of that probably that can play into situations for other people is the expectations of birthdays and holidays and just, like, those things that, like, like kind of what you talked about before where you're like, okay, if she says she doesn't want a gift for Valentine's Day, don't believe it. Right? Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> don't ever fall for, for yeah, that. Yeah, I mean... That's nonsense. I mean, even though she probably... It's probably more about the money thing or about not needing anything, right? But there are gifts that you can give to your partner which don't cost a lot or also don't, are maybe even acts of kindness or whatever that can be a great gift instead of like something that you'll just end up throwing away or whatever, right? Yeah. But I mean, I think it's like kind of going into it like, oh, Valentine's Day is coming up and I'm going to get him this great gift. And if he doesn't get me a gift, then I'm going to be so pissed off at him, right? Like I've known friends who have done that, right? And I think that it's easy to get in those situations where you're doing something, you're getting a gift for somebody and you kind of expect to have something back, right? That's something that like you have to teach your kids when they're young because it's like, like our kids just had birthdays and they're getting one of our kids old enough to have a job so he's like getting gifts for the others 
And they're like, the younger ones are complaining about the gifts that he's getting. He's like, I don't even have to get you a gift in the first place. Screw you guys. But like. Grateful little turds. Yeah, but like, I mean, they had these expectations for what they thought their gifts should be or, you know. And he could have very well, like, been like, you guys didn't get me a gift, right? And we. Uh, He's a sweetheart. And yeah, like, I mean, I think that happens, though, in a lot of (coughs) relationships, earlier relationships. For sure, where you just expect that they're going to be a hundred percent on their game, and maybe there's something going on that maybe they didn't realize that some special time was coming up, or maybe they just have a different idea of how that holiday or anniversary should be spent. And I think it's easy to get pissed off at those situations, but it can be a better thing to communicate how you feel. Yeah. I'm going to come clean about something right now. Uh-oh. He, he gets this look in his eye. And whenever he does, he kind of looks at me before he says something. And it scares me a little so bit. So all of y'all on here, all three of you, are going <laughs> to learn something right now that Sharita does not know. So I used to have a window cleaning business back in the day. and uh, I didn't know about that. The watch? No, about the business no cleaning business you you did know that so i had this uh jewelry store that i did trade for and i would i would clean their windows i would like collect trade credits and occasionally i'd get like a watch or i'd get a ring for three or a necklace for three or something so one day i came home i had a bunch of money saved up there through trade and i had watches or i bought watches i bought one for me and one for her I came home and I gave her hers. She's like, oh, I wasn't going to do this until this weekend when we go out. And I'm like thinking, oh, fuck. What day is it? What day is it? (laughs) Did she not remember? It was our anniversary that day. And I'm like, oh. And I I figured it out before I... I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, I wanted to do it now. So I gave her her watch. (laughs) So she can be mad at me right now because maybe I didn't know that it was that day, but guess what? She lost the watch and it was a really expensive watch. So I feel like I can come clean. I still have the watch. You do not have the watch. The Swiss army watch with the red face. You do not have that watch. Mm. You lost it. It's gone forever. And it was expensive. Anyways, that. that was just a fun story <laughs> that I felt like I'll come clean right now because it might be fun for you to hear. But well, you but it was like a that, mi- miracle. But I'm like, fuck, what day is it? It's no. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, yeah. Well, here you go. I meant to. Yeah, actually, you it know what's funny about that? Purely by chance, though. Actually, the funny thing about that is, is I do remember that day, and I'm thinking to myself, why is it? that my like guys usually are the ones that forget about anniversaries and why is my husband so good at like remembering that was awesome this was like years ago this was probably like <laughs> 10 years I ago to, I, yeah i've told people for probably the last like at least 10 years that you're always better at remembering those dates than i am yeah that i i do remember those dates but that one was a pure <laughs> accidental coincidence well and as a result, that worked out. That worked yeah, out. Yeah, it did. The watch is probably in the backyard somewhere. 
No. Not no, our house. it's not. I'm going to show you that yeah? watch. Okay. We'll have this discussion later right. and we might okay. report back to you guys. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, the next one is do whatever it takes to keep the lines of communication open. When talking doesn't work, send them an email, a text, or even a letter. Huh. I have a little bit of a difference of opinion on this. So you share your thoughts on this and I'll tell you my thoughts. I think it's good. and I don't think we do it enough, to be honest. Um, I mean, nowadays it's text. Letter, you don't. I'm not going to... I live with you. I'm not going to go to the fucking post office and put a stamp well, on the thing. Well, I think it's more meaning like you leave a letter in the morning, right? Uh, or right. something like that. But... I don't know how many people would want to have to... Would need to mail their I think that we... Pro- no, that sounds strange to me. That sounds strange to me. I think we probably could communicate more during the day than what we do. Yeah. I'd say so. But we still do... See, you're thinking more along the lines of, like, the sweet things we should say to each other or, like, the thoughts we have about each other, right? And I'm thinking if we're in a fight, like, keeping that communication open is a big thing. So I was thinking, like, the opposite. The reason why I was thinking I'm thinking about, like, lovey-dovey shit, and Shree's like, let me explain to you why I hate you. Well, my whole thought process went this direction when I read that was that anytime we've had an argument and I've decided to text him how I feel about it, oh, he'll save that text and he'll read it back to me and he'll describe how he felt that text went and it ends up becoming a bigger fight for us. So if it's about... save it and I'll read it back. Yeah, because it's like, it's in stone. It's like the Ten Commandments. Like, once you text that person, or once you send it, yeah. I stand there at the top of the mountain with two stones in my arms. You come home from work and you're like, did you see (laughs) these commandments on these stones that you wrote and you told me this is how you feel and you must abide by these these words that you said in this text and in this letter and I'm like what the hell it was a text and I was mad and I wrote it and I didn't mean it the way that you read it there should have been a comma right there and and he's like no it was written in stone and I will have to punish you for this (laughs) she's drunk text you what I'm feeling because you did this to me so many times. Whatever. <laughs> You're so full of it. Um, it's been a while since that's You're happened. So full of shit. <laughs> it's true. You're so full of shit. No, I I love that whole thing. Like we should we should have a whole course on how to write your Ten Commandments the right For way. Your text. <laughs> no. No, I I seriously, like, now whenever we get in an argument, I'd rather just come home and have the argument with you because I don't want to be forced to agree to the text I sent you because I may not have met them the way you read them. It's not my fault you don't have a way with words. (laughs) Hey, hey, it might be true. But, you know, I may forget a comment and maybe, like, I would like to eat grandma. I don't. Instead of, I would like to eat. 
grandma. Yeah. See, that could be taken well, two different ways, right? I don't, I don't like to do the text fight thing, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> text fighting is stupid. Any of you out there who like like to text fight, you're stupid. Yeah, Stop it. Not a good idea. It's not effective. You can't portray emotion. You can't portray sarcasm. You can't portray any of that stuff. Stop it. It's not useful. People that send like a novel text back and forth all the time. Stop it. Pick up the phone and call and talk. That's you. You useful. Get home. Talk face to face. Useful. Doing the text back and forth all day. It distracts you from the shit you have to do. Yeah. You can't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Not useful. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. And so you back don't to, want your spouse to become Moses and have the Ten Commandments when you come home well, and have to discuss your punishment. Okay. Well. <laughs> see. I don't know. What do you guys think? Because I went straight to lovey dovey. She so went straight to like. Being mean. Which I, one of us is the mean one here? <laughs> Which one of us is the mean one here? Oh, he's trying to not be the mean one. I'm not the mean one. Uh-huh. 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 No, I, I think that there's always more you can do during the day because you get you get busy with your no, lives. No, for real so though. I, like, I do believe Back to that. the lovey-dovey stuff though. I had to get the the Ten Commandments off my chest, okay? I get it. I understand. (laughs) That's fine. But back to that part, though, right? To, like, I'm trying to focus on how to make things good. I think that we could probably communicate more through the day. But... Well, I think it just goes back to, like, what we always talk about in being how you were when you first got together, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, when we first got together, we didn't have a lot of texting because texting wasn't really big yet. Smartphones or anything like that. Yeah, so we would call and talk to each other all night long, right? And during the day, we would send texts or we would call each other. Like, we just... I remember when we were dating like we just couldn't get enough of each other right and so we were constantly like either together or calling each other or you know like constantly communicating there was one time a while ago not too awfully long ago i got this text from sheree and she said what's your favorite color color i said black i thought that was a weird thing for her to ask me out of the blue in the (laughs) middle of the day then she sent me a super sexy picture of her in some black long, 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 long lingerie. That right? Was that was rad, right? <laughs> that was cool. So she had this thing all planned out in her mind beforehand. I had yeah. no clue. And it was fun, right? So cameras have phones on them, guys, girls. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I'm not like an advocate for sending them out to who knows who and who knows whatever and all that stuff. But. Hey, they're your your spouse. Like, have some fun. Play. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. mean, that's like one of the ways that we like to play during the day. And I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, I would never do that. And I'm like, why? Like, don't you want to send something to your spouse and have them be like, yeah, that's sexy. That's my sexy girl or that's my uh, sexy guy, right? I think me... it kind of just keeps like the foreplay going throughout the day yeah for sure like i feel like there's definitely more times than not that we don't do that stuff but we can do it more i think 
Okay, tomorrow. <laughs> Commitment. That's just opening the door for him to send me more. <laughs> Hashtag send nudes. I saw Great, all day long I'm going to be like, I'm going to have question marks. I saw <laughs> I saw a car yesterday, I think. I had this. It had a sticker on the back and said hashtags and nudes on it. I thought that was f- funny. But no, but like, I mean, I'm not saying just go send a bunch of nudes to people. I'm saying have some fun with your spouse, right? Like, you're saying I can't send them to all my boyfriends anymore? Um, what? <laughs> We're talking to couples and you're like, yeah. don't send them to random people. Right. No, don't send them to random people. No, I'm just saying, like, have some fun. <laughs> They're your spouse or your yeah. long term partner have some fun right like back in the day the equivalent of these texts and stuff would be like when people used to leave like a sticky note on the mirror or something yeah. or write a note with a little but lipstick i think on that's the mirror, still right? cute actually that's still cool too but like nowadays the modern version of that is you got a smartphone yeah. and you can you can send stuff back yeah, and forth send them something fun. lovey something that you appreciate about them throughout the day you know like everybody likes that here's the here's the biggest thing when it comes to those kinds of things right we all enjoy it but it's a lot harder to give that to somebody than to receive it a lot of times right like it takes a little bit of effort but go get out of your comfort zone put the effort into it because your one thing that you Sometimes. send to them can make their whole day it could change their whole world sometimes i'll even send sheree a picture of herself <laughs> like look how fucking hot you you are right he's like sure hasn't sent me anything in a while i'm gonna send her one so no, she but, gets the point <laughs> but i'll have a picture of her that that i took i'm like damn she's hot right and so i'll send it to her like look how fucking sexy you you look there right you know so <laughs> I'll i don't know along with it a little bit and i'll be like Damn, your girl is hot. Yeah. <laughs> That's my side chick. Um, What's the next one? Next one. Um, let's see. Don't stop doing the little things you did together when you first started dating. We loved dancing, and now we still make time to dance together. Yeah. Even if it's just in the kitchen while we're making dinner, it doesn't hurt. We live in the wine country. Hells Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, that one's good. That one's a huge one for us, I think. And actually, we dance in our home all the time. Like our kids think it's disgusting. Well, like well, the, they pretend like they as they as they get older, they're just like, okay, I'm I'm over this, right? But our yeah, little one, like, still weird. like, we'll just start dancing. Like Brennan, Brennan and I like love music, right? So we always have music playing, and then like he got me lights for like a disco ball for christmas and then for we, my birthday we should I got do a an episode player. where we do youtube the youtube thing and have the lights on and we should all the time. that'd be fun we'll do a disco ball do some of our dance moves yeah we're not like the best dancers no. but we we like the certainly have country dance <laughs> country swing yeah but you know what? Our kids actually join in on it all oh, our youngest one now our older kids yeah. are getting over it though i did have a birthday present that i told my son he's got to give me for his 18th birthday <laughs> coming up next yeah. year not 18th sorry 21st oh yeah okay. sorry 21st because that our favorite place to go dancing is a bar and you have to be 21 so i told him on his 21st birthday his gift to me for his 21st birthday giving him 21 years of a beautiful life he owed me something <laughs> he has to learn to dance he has to learn to dance and dance with me on his 21st birthday so you know, it's 
kind of just one of those fun things that we do randomly and it's not like a scheduled thing but like if we after we eat dinner and we're just all hanging around we kind of start dancing around and just have fun and the kids as they were younger used to join in our littlest one still joins in and loves to dance but yeah it's just been kind of a fun thing that we've shared and kind of incorporated into our lives but yeah a hundred percent like do the things that you guys used to do when you were younger like if you guys got together and you guys hiked all the time or you mountain biked all the time don't stop doing those things like keep having that fun especially when you have kids because it's easy to get so involved with your kids that you forget to date you forget to have fun together anymore and keep your cool that that goes back to another one that we did actually yeah, kind of similar. Yeah. Huh? Okay, so number nine, everyone disagrees sometimes, but no matter how heated things get, we never ever call each other names. It keeps a basic level of respect present. So that's been something like that I have always like wanted to have in place in our marriage. Like I never, I remember when I was younger. And I went over to one of my friend's houses and their parents were arguing. And I lived in a home where butt was a bad word, right? And so I'm over at my friend's house and I'm hearing them, her, her parents, like swearing at each other and calling each other swear words. And I was just blown away. I never even knew that relationships like that happened. And so as I grew older, (coughs) as I got into relationships, I always wanted to have that in place. And I, and to me, like swear words are different, right? Like bad, bad language is just the intent of what you mean with those words, right? So if you're using a word to call somebody that you love a certain name, and it could be something stupid like dog or something, right? Like, if you say it in the wrong way, then that's kind of like a swear word to me. Fuck me is right? much different than fuck you. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. <laughs> but no, like I think that that's always something that I've wanted to keep in place. There was one time where, um, should we talk about the snowball incident? <laughs> sure. Shree. I got very angry at this because hey, I had that role. I was the one that got hit in the balls. <laughs> sure. We live in Utah. It snows. We get snow. So when we were first married, we lived in these uh, apartments. And we walked out one day, and the car was, like, covered in snow. It, we had a little Jetta at the time. Yeah. It was completely covered in covered snow. Covered in snow. So I'm out there trying to, like, t- t- dig out this damn car from the snow. And all of a sudden, I t- t- turn around, and I just get nailed square in the balls with the just biggest freaking iciest snowball you've ever seen. And it, like, folds me in half, right? Like, I just bend over. And just instinctually, I just said, you bitch. <laughs> I was not I very just, happy about that. He I wasn't happy got, about his I just his got shirt. hit in the ball, <laughs> folded over in half, feel, feeling like I need to puke. Like, I, I know girls give birth, right? But, like, and so they like to use that as an excuse that it's worse than being kicked in the balls. But being hit in the balls hurts really freaking bad, right? So I'm bent over. It just comes out of my mouth. I didn't mean anything by it, but it caused an issue. She was super upset. Yeah, well. And I'm like, you hit me in the balls. <laughs> I mean... And you're mad at me because of words? First you of all, you physically <laughs> caused me pain, and you're mad at me because of words. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Because words last a lifetime. Words pain, hurt too, you know. <laughs> pain, pain lasts goes a away. moment. Yeah. Right? And that was actually probably like our first talk about that and yeah. how I didn't agree with like having that in our home because I know that there are many people who allow that in their conversations There's actually and their a arguments. Lesson there though too, actually. So just this last week. So I do um, I've been practicing training Muay Thai and kickboxing for the last year. All not quite a year, almost a year. And uh, we had a sparring night this this last week. And I got kicked square in the nuts. Did now, you call him a bitch? I didn't call him a bitch, actually. Wow. Uh-huh. Right? Now That's the I, lesson. That's I, the lesson that I'm trying to I share. I saved him from that I'm, pain. No, no, you didn't. I'm, I'm sharing that with you because of this, right? In that instance, because it was like a manly thing and everything, I just took it as it was, right? Whereas the other is I used it. I'm standing there smiling, throwing throwing a snowball. I've got this green on, and I'm like, this this cute little young boy. If some dude can kick you in the balls and it hurts as bad, there's no need to call your wife a bitch when she hits you in the balls with a snowball. (laughs) I'm just saying, because because it was the situational thing. Kickboxing, I had to be like manly and tough, and so I toughed it out, and I was fine, right? But I'm just saying that. There's no need to use to call your wife a bitch. I was wrong. <laughs> However, I still did. You still physically caused me pain where I just used words. But still, I understand what you're saying. No, but I think that was like the moment in our if relationship I don't call, where we had that conversation. Though. If I don't call Boomer a bitch when he kicks me in the nuts, <laughs> I did not need to call you a bitch when you threw a snowball at my nuts. On accident. He purposely on, kicked no, you. No, he there. didn't. He, he accidentally, he did not on purpose kick me in the nuts. Nobody tries to kick somebody in the nuts at the gym. It just was what it was. Yeah. I think, though, like, that was an important part of our relationship, though, because we had that conversation. And in that way, you knew that I had, that was an important part for me in our relationship. And we've pretty much lived by that. Like, I don't think we've ever, like, gotten an argument. And I'm like, I'm like, F you, you a-hole. You know, like, we never do stuff like that. We don't do stuff like that. When we argue, it's just a about trying to communicate and we're not always Man, the best at it. <laughs> you know, I was talking to somebody the other day though and they were talking to me about their fights. They get in and I'm like, "Man, it could be a whole lot worse, that's for sure. Like the fights that we think are so bad are like so mild compared to some." Yeah. He told me about that argument in that fight yeah. <laughs> and i was like so mild yeah i don't know that i could stay in that yeah. relationship anyways what's the next anyway, one next one yeah what's the next one <laughs> okay um this is the last one this is number number 10, 10. so number 10, number 10 for how to have a successful relationship okay, okay? which is what so take every opportunity to touch each other hold hands snuggle and get physical it helps keep you bonded and you'll feel better thanks to the oxycontin rush what what <laughs> what 
People in my life, I was somewhat raised in a way where some people would say things like, guys are perverts because they want to like just have sex all the time or this or that. Listen, women out there, if your guy wants to have sex, that's a compliment for hell's sake. He wants to be physical with you. He wants to show you how he like feels about you how he cares right like yeah that is a good thing we live in this weird day where like some people see that as like this weird thing and a bad thing is not if you don't have that you're just friends and that's it and probably you're not very good friends yeah yeah right when you have a relationship and it's good then you want to give to your relationship that way right yeah. like and and brennan's like 100 percent right there where it is a compliment i mean if you were within a part with a partner and you don't want to have sex with them that is the biggest you shouldn't be with them <laughs> well that's like the saddest situation to be in right and not that it might be because of your own insecurities or it might be because of like not feeling good about yourself or whatever, like being able to like be with a partner who wants to have that intimacy with you is a huge compliment because not everybody has that. So if you have a partner that wants to keep that live in your relationship, give back to that partner, honestly. And, and here's the crazy thing, you guys, like, especially as women, like I know, like we don't work the same way as men do. Like we're not always like, on it and want to like like sex isn't like the main thing on our mind all the time um but there's little things and kind of what it's talking about is the touch the snuggling like all those things that play into like that intimacy that you can have together and if you're touching each other during the day if you're snuggling or like you're doing the morning kiss and the evening kiss if you're going to bed at the same time if he's grabbing your butt here and there, smacking your butt, you know, like some people think that's demeaning or whatever, whatever. But like there's just little ways that you can flirt with each other throughout the day to where it's going to want the other person to want to have sex with you, to want to have that relationship with you. And we kind of talked about it in a couple of episodes before about how you can go from being cold to asking for sex. And that's not really the best way to go about it. If you're playing your game, because it's all still a game. Like we all think, oh, I want to get married. So the game's over. Well, the game, 
the real game just began and it, you don't understand how incredible your game can be when you're both doing it for each other. Mm-hmm. You don't ever have to worry, is he going to do that for someone else like you do when you're dating, right? Like maybe he's just playing me and then he's going to go to somebody else. No, in a marriage, like you both play the game and reciprocate those those plays, right? Like yeah. have fun with Something it. Something that Sheree said, like so when she's like, smacking your ass and some people see that as demeaning if your husband smacks your ass and you see that as demeaning you only see that that way because somebody told you to if he smacks your ass it's because he likes your ass (laughs) that's awesome there's nothing wrong with that right you should be like oh my husband loves my ass right yeah of course he does right like that's fun that's play that's good times it's a good time Brandon literally runs around the house doing this. I like warm it up like this. Like he warms it up. So no. when he comes Wham. into the room and he's warming up his hands, I'm she like, she runs away from run me. Away. It's like a game of tag at our house. <laughs> so he's always it and I'm just running away. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just this fun little game it's that fun. we play and, oh, and yeah. it keeps the flirting alive and, that's what it's really all about. That last one I think is very huge because when you can keep the play alive, when you can keep like just having fun together and enjoying the moment, then it makes it so that that time at night, like when you decide to be intimate and have sex, that you've kind of already done the foreplay. You've kind of already laid out the romanticized part of your relationship so that you want to have that happen at the end of the day and it's easier not to turn your foreplay lasts all day long yeah and this is the thing right people are very very cold and then all of a sudden they're like hey babe you mind if we like have sex right and like that's not how it works the touching part all that stuff throughout the day throughout the days falling asleep at night waking up to the next day and roll, rolling over so Shree's not really a snub, snuggler to like f- fall asleep. I'm not like. But we snuggle uh, for a bit, then we get into our. Have you positions. seen his arms? Have you seen his arms? Like if he puts his arm around me and snuggles with me, it's like a 500 pound weight on top of my. But body. then, <laughs> but then, so we snuggle at first, and then we like separate yeah. to some degree. And then the next day, like usually, if I can, if I'm awake before she is, I, I roll over and snuggle some more, right? So we fall asleep like that, wake up like that for the most part. It's fun. It's good. And yeah, I might not always love the snuggling, but I know that that's important for our relationship. She does. And I know that he loves. And I it. always tell Shri, I'm like, listen, when I'm dead and gone someday, you'll miss it, right? So. And that's true. That's yeah. the truth of it. Well, yeah and it's definitely like an important part of it whatever it was right be grateful for my snoring because it means i'm alive so <laughs> i'll be grateful more for your cuddling than your snoring yeah <laughs> at least like i get to have my sleep during the night oh, right? goodness. <laughs> no but i think that's a great one to end on because yeah. i think if nothing else that's one thing that will like keep that intimacy alive in your relationship and that changes your relationship from being just friends to actually being a couple being in a relationship yeah there's a i mean we did we did this before but there's a dramatic difference between 
being roommates and lovers. And uh, roommates do or don't do certain things and lovers do all the different things, right? So which one do you want want to be? Yeah, and how much more fun is it when you both enjoy the intimacy part of it and it's not just one way? It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. And there's so many relationships out there because I've talked to so many different people who struggle in that area. And I think we just let life get in the way. We let ourselves get tired. Guess what, you guys? Brian and I work a lot and we're tired at the end of the day. But we know that at the end of the day, the most important thing for us is to come together as a couple and we make that our time. And that's been a huge thing for us in our relationship because it's important because that's when we are able to bond and become a better couple every single day. So. Hells yes. (laughs) So have fun with it guys. Like that, this whole thing is supposed to be fun. And when you do the things the right way, then it's effortless to have the relationship that you want with your partner. Maybe not effortless. Well, I think when you're in the because it takes eff- right? uh, effort. Oh, a hundred percent takes effort. Like but you like have to in like those moments. Work on these it feels effortless. Is what when I mean. when you get in flow, like flow yeah. zone, right? You know, yeah. it's like a, a hip hop artist when they get in their flow, they can just yeah. fucking spit, right? And that's when you but, have like those long stretches of just like effortlessness. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's well, not going to always get, be that way. Well, sometimes you get blocked and you got to like work yeah. your way through it and everything. But, but yeah, I think that like I think all those things were great. There were 45 of those tips that were on it, so I'll probably Tree bring a few 10. more. Yeah. yeah like I think we'll do some more at another <clears throat> point in time, not next time, but maybe later down the road. Because they're kind of fun. Like, I like to kind of look at our relationship and see where we're at if we're doing those things. Because here's the reality. Like, we're not perfect. We don't do everything exactly right. But we've been through a lot of things that we've had to learn from. And I think that we can learn from other couples who have found secrets or tips. And hopefully you guys can learn from our experiences as well. So, yeah, share your tips. Like, I want to know how you guys feel about these things. Yeah. Again, we do have a Facebook group and we are, as of right now, we're not necessarily inviting people to it. We want you to join if you want to. So it's a locals only, not locals, locos only Facebook group. All the crazy peeps out there. Sure, we'll put the link in the description and all that stuff. And uh, we've had enough of you guys. We're going to go do some of the things that this list just said right now. So peace out. (laughs) Love you guys. See you guys.